Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Me with your girl Hogan. How have you been? How's it going? I hope that you guys have been well out there. So, it's almost officially the season. Halloween is over. Thanksgiving is on its way. And as you know, it is unfortunately the beginning of Christmas. If you have been my around my channel, anytime within the last couple of years, you've kind of known I'm not like Christmas fun. Not that I hate it, I just feel indifferent towards it. So in this indifferent light, I decided that I was going to watch something cute and funny and it just came out. So it's called Romance Killer. Now this is an anime specifically, I believe, to Netflix. And it is actually freaking hilarious. I hope there's a season two. I'm just going to spoil myself on that one. I hope that it is a season two. And it is dubbed. So if you are interested in watching a dub, this is a great one. So how does this start out? And why is it called Romance Killer? Okay. So you guys know how Shoujo's been kind of mm, lately? Well, they're trying to bring it back in a little revival. And so our story begins with this gamer girl called Anzu and she is basically how do I say this put under contract because she is refusing to hashtag girl it which means she is not being an active participant in her own romantic lifestyle and she's just refusing romance in general because she's not about that it's not that she's particularly asexual. She just doesn't care to engage in that kind of behavior. So this young woman ends up being harassed by an employee called Riri of a romance company sector situation where they're basically taking her hostage into this game world where... She has to basically play her own otome game with her life. And their Rinri, which is one of the magical creatures, is kind of contriving it so that she has to participate in, like, these, like, shoujo tropes. Like, oh, they meet cute and the whole, like, oh, running into each other, the childhood best friend trope, the sexy guy school pays attention to you trope. It's really, really funny to watch her kind of try and navigate her way out of these situations because all the things that she loves is being held hostage and if she doesn't play she doesn't get her ship back basically and they even contrived it to a fact where it started ooh, it started affecting her parental figures to say that it is a freaking funny ass anime is like underselling it it's pretty freaking funny but you start kind of meeting the characters themselves and realize that a lot of them have their own freaking trauma and issues and like they would have met either way but what riri is doing is kind of speeding up the process because they're invested highly into people's you know you know love lives or whatever it is funny. It does have some 3D animation styles that I don't particularly love. But you know what? Overall, it's funny enough for me to look past it. At the beginning, I was very off-put by that. But, you know, you get kind of low-key used to things. So that's number one. I found that fucking hilarious. 
And then I ended up finding this witch show, but I don't know if you guys want to hear about that. I'll tell you about it anyways. It's called The Worst Witch, and I have been high-key binging it for the past week, I guess, since Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, now today's Wednesday, and I'm being on season three. So yeah, I have been high-key watching this show. It is adorable. It's about these girls who are in this boarding school. It's all place in Britain. And it's actually based on a 90s show called The Worst Witch. It's basically like a remake of it. Also on Netflix. And it's actually really fucking adorable. It's hilarious. You watch this girl get into hijinks and try to find out the mystery of her past and why she's the first witch in our whole family really interesting lots of drama lots of fun i actually find it better than harry potter um i'm not a big harry potter fan i know i know people are gonna kill me like oh my god but like honestly never really was movies are okay books are terrible it's okay i know if you hate me it's it's fine i'm not gonna lose my shit over that but yeah i found it really good found it really interesting i appreciated the story I needed something, you know, good to watch, and that was it for me. Definitely distracted me from a lot of bullshit that's going on right now. Um, but you know, that's that's good. I say bullshit, but eh, I I'm fine. Things are mediocre, but you know, not the worst. So I did end up reading something particularly funny, and it's called "My Hot My Hot Friend Is Glowing." This shit is fucking funny, my guy. I don't know if I talked about it last week, but that should be fucking killing me. This dude, right, is so attractive that he literally glows. And nobody can, like, everyone else can see him except for his best friend, who he's actually attracted to. And this friend can't see him because he wears glasses and his charm is, like, kind of reflecting off the lens of his glasses. So he can't see him like that. He only ever sees a glowing orb of a face and a regular human body. Um, but he keeps the the glowing orb, basically keeps insisting that he's handsome. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. I could totally see that you're handsome, of course. But one day, um, you know, the regular dude with the glasses ends up getting hit in the face. And his glasses end up coming off. And he gets, like, he ends up, like, catching a hint of his best friend. Of course, who he can't naturally see. So he's like, holy shit, who is that guy? When he wants to put on his glasses, all of a sudden that dude is gone. Because, you know. And it's basically his story trying to find out who this sexy dude is. And then the best friend who is the sexy dude trying to figure out who this mystery sexy dude is. And an old childhood friend who wants to be a bully towards the dude's glasses. And him stepping up into his feelings and, like, trying to help, you know, his glasses-wearing boyfriend, best friend. It's very cute, honestly. Um, Definitely, like, kind of funny. I got engrossed, like, super quickly. I'm not <laughs> I was in it to win it as soon as I, like, read the premise. I was like, this sounds so stupid and hilarious. And it was everything I needed it to be, so I cannot complain. Not once. But yeah, honestly, I've been just trying to take a chill. I haven't even really started buying Christmas presents yet. I'm too broke for that. It's going to be a very broke Christmas, like even more so than last year. But, you know, I I, I chew when I can. I try and get people presents, but 
it's not on my priority list. I don't have kids, so I don't particularly like really care. You know what I mean? And I have everything I could want, luckily. And I'm not saying that like as a spoiled brat. I'm saying as like I'm not missing for anything, which always makes me happy to be like I'm. I'm all right, you know. I don't need anything too much. It's that's everything after that is just greed. As long as I can like pay my bills and survive. Obviously, I want more and I want to thrive, but I don't know. The seasonal depression is setting in, I guess, is the best I can say. Honestly, and if you feel like me, get some therapy. Like, this is not a good thing. <laughs> I don't say it, like, as a high-key brag. I would literally say it as, like, this is, this is literally a symptom of my depression. And I know that I need to address it, but it's hard, you know? Anyways, I guess I've been trying to, like, overcompensate for my, like... <laughs> lack of uh enthusiasm for things by like um playing and finding video games did you guys know that like there's a deal on like the one piece games right now like if you guys are a fan of one piece there's like a couple of games from one piece that's on sale and also i ended up getting um a couple little games here and there that i'm playing actively again uh <laughs> I know I need to be more consistent when I play my games. Sometimes I get distracted by other things, but eh, time for everything, right? Uh, I've been playing Coffee Talk, which is so fucking cozy. Ooh, okay, this is where I, like, I kind of switch off to like games and stuff. Sorry, so anyone who's been here for anime or manga or BLs, like, eat. Sorry, it's gamers time. Um it's so cute so in this one you're like a coffee shop owner and you run a like nighttime coffee shop and you have your one regular customer who's a writer she has green hair she's chill she looks like she's a Taurus I can't tell if she's actually a Taurus but I feel like she's a Taurus and <laughs> uh she's writing her book and it's she kind of gets to know a little bit more what it's about but basically different people come into your like shop and sometimes you make them surprise drinks sometimes they order actual drinks and they tell you like their life story and what they're doing there and what their goals are and what their problems are and it's so cute honestly it is such a cozy little vibe that i absolutely adore and then we have um the broke journey of the broken circle this actually is a harder game emotionally than I thought it would be. It's, it's a, it gets difficult at times, but like, I really mean it when I say it. Because you're like this circle who's looking for like his missing half, which I think says, you know, all, like there's like a layer under there. And they meet friends and they start working with people and then people abandon them and they push people too far. And it's very much very humanistic. And desires and there's like this depression cloud that follows them and there's like this comfort person that they go to whenever they can after they meet that depression cloud it's very very well written and i find it to be such a very interesting story and then also i'm working on a uh, phobia which is about this girl basically trying to overcome her fears it's very cute. And I'm still playing ca cafe manager, 
But yeah, some of these are very like emotionally hard hitting games. They aren't like hard, hard, like, oh my god, like they're gonna take forever. Some of them do. I mean, I'm Journey of the Broken Circle has kind of made me put it down a couple times because it got me kind of depressed. But overall in that, like, I think it's a really cool game and I think like it speaks to a lot of like what makes people human and the mistakes that we make and how sometimes we get blinded by our own desires to push forth and we forget like that sometimes people need to take breaks and you know sometimes we just are who we are and that's okay yeah so yeah like there are some there are some things that i'm playing here and there and besides that i'm also like doing a little bit of writing right now uh okay right now i'm making like a demon slayer fanfic um but with the swordsmith guy hotori hotoro uh it's pretty good uh I'm not, I'm not sure where i'm going with it but i'm going somewhere i guess uh, and I did end up making the audio for Gojo X Ghetto, at least the first chapter. I know that I have to do the second one, but sometimes audio recording, it takes a lot out of me because it's so much editing. And that's the one. If I could, honestly, if I could just voice act and have someone else like edit for me, that, that would be the fucking dream. But let's be honest, that's kind of hard to find, so... I'm stuck where I am. I have to catch up on so much BL. I have been letting it pile up. And I think, you know what, today, when I have some time, I'll definitely check more of them out because I feel so guilty. It's like my favorite shit that's going on. I'm just haven't checked it out yet. But anyways, I think I went on rambling long enough. Thank you guys for joining me and bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.